right, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Jay. I got another special guest in the building. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. What's up, what's up? Uh, this is Young Shy. Um, West Side artist, independent artist, um, record, uh, independent record label owner. Um, I, I kind of do it all. Wear many hats. You multi-talented. Yes. Have you always been like that, like since you was younger? Um, no. Nah, I, uh, I started writing, like I started writing poems. I started making music. And then when I got old, I want to say around maybe 12, 13, I'm like, I don't want to rap with what nobody beats no more. So I taught myself how to make instrumentals. Right. Started making my own beats and stuff like that. And then, like, from then, it just went from the beats to me wanting to learn how to brand myself and all everything else but that, when I got older. But it started really with, like, rapping. And then just wanted to make beats for myself. And I started making beats for other people. But I was... Back then, I didn't know what I knew now. Like, if I knew what I knew now, I would have, um, I would have networked more. Like, I used to just make beats and keep them to myself and give them to my homies. Right. I ain't never used to just network with people outside. But that was me being scared of not knowing the business and not wanting to get messed over with my music. Where, um, where you from? I'm from the West Side. What was it like growing out, growing up out west? Uh, when I was younger, it was it was it was uh it was love out west. When I was younger, like the older cats who did what they did, they used to look out for the younger uh, here with a couple dollars here, and y'all don't need to be out this time. Some stuff about to pop off. They, it was like actually love. Like when I was younger on the west side, but then when you get older, the young the older cats either going to jail or they dying off. Now the the next generation taking over, and they want to do things their way. Right. Which started to cause a whole lot of friction and then just a trickle down effect. Everything just started getting bad out west. Now, I like, I'm from the south side, you feel me? I had people grow up out west, like my cousins and all of them, you feel me? So the only time I experienced the west side is when I went to visit them, you know what I'm saying? And it seemed like it was like a real culture shock to me because it wasn't, I don't know how to describe the shit. Like, Everybody on the block knew each other. Like it was, it was a wholesome feel on the block, but it was still like the West Side type shit. It was like saying? a village. Yeah, yeah. Used, like it used to, it, 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 you used to, you used to be able to know the know, the neighbors and the neighbors and and you, if you did something, the neighbors would be able to discipline you and check you and then tell your parents. Like like it used to be just just like that on the West Side. Like it used to, everybody used to be like looking up for each other. What would you say is like one of the 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 key things you learn like as a youth? Um, I learned to to observe everything as a youth. Like just like like certain situations that I might have seen as a, a shorty and stuff, or ran into and stuff like that. I just learned how to how to always watch for signs or watch for anything around me. Just always be observant of everything. Right. Do you carry that to now? Because I know, I know that's like a, a key to survival in Chicago. Oh, you know yes, what I'm saying? Yes. Like yeah, being on your I, shit. I move like that. That's how I move. I move observant. Like I'm observing everything. Where I'm going, what area I'm in, how it's looking, who looking, how, what way, just everything. You know, you heard of uh, Sanchez Tacos? Yep, I heard of it. All right. Have you ever been in there? Maybe one. Maybe maybe once or twice. A couple years ago, this chick I used to mess with, she took me in Sanchez Tacos for the first time. And I'm under the act that I call my order in, you know what I'm saying? Once I get there, it's already so I ain't got to play around. For some reason, they don't accept you calling orders in there. Like, you got to come You got to go in and order. Yeah, so when she take me in there, bro, I'm sitting in there, and I immediately get uncomfortable, bro. I'm like, man, what the fuck going on in this bitch? It's, it's, a, it's, it's long as hell in there, but it's only one door in. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it's like, like a um, a trap. Bro, I tell her, like, bro, don't ever in your life bring me to this taco place no more. And then I was out west last summer telling my cousins, like, I want some taco. They like, go to Sanchez. Bro, I'm like, no, bro. That's a death <laughs> trap. And they got to making fun of me like, you scared. I'm like, bro, I ain't scared. Yeah. I just don't feel comfortable in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you get jammed up. You, it's, If it's long, you're going to get jammed up. That one door is right there. That means motherfucker come right through that door. You stuck. 
that's definitely my spidey sense saying no. <laughs> you Stop. feel me? So I wasn't with that shit. Now, uh, you say you wear many hats. So what was what started first? It started rapping. I started rapping. Um, I was on the West Side, so when I started rapping, I had I used to mess with like my homies and stuff. We had a group one four eight grand time and stuff like that. I was and it went from me wanting to rap to like, you know what? We can't keep rapping on instrumental. I'm tired of rapping on Drake beat. I'm trying to rap on Lil Wayne beat. Cause back then, like, them was the dudes. Right. So we like, nah, I don't want to rap on none of they beats no more. So I started making beats. And then I just came and owned us to produce on the block. Like, yeah, go to go to Sky, go to he, he make the beats right here. He be making the beats. He got the NPC. So everybody started coming to me to make the beats around me that's in the, in the neighborhood. Um, From there, it went from me doing that to engineering. So now I'm on a engineer mixing vocals and shit. Right. I know the the beats is like waveform. It's like the beats and, and your and your vocals both go waveform. So it's e- when you when you know how to mix beats, it's just easy to mix vocals too, based off of how you compress it and everything like that. Um, from there, as I got older, I realized, man, in order for me to really do like do this, like take it serious. I gotta know the business side. Right. What I don't want to do this and end up getting. And I heard so many people getting they they don't own a masters or the label deals. They ain't getting paid and stuff like that. So it's like nah, I I can't go that route. Cause so I learned that the business side of music. So now I'm managing myself, I'm booking myself, I'm collecting my own royalties, my own publishings, and um, getting contact with magazines. Just networking, all doing everything myself. So it's like I'm a, a one-stop shop. I'm a, I'm a whole label for myself right now. Right. So that's why I'm like, I got a man of many hats because I could do it all. Like right now, I get my beats and stuff from a couple of homies that I know and a couple of people that, that 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 know the business too. That way, it it take a little bit off me when it comes to me making beats. It's hard for me to be a, a beat maker and an artist at the same time. One of them always seem to fall short so it's it like having a lot of hats is it's, it's nice but like for me trying to maintain all of them and keep every one of them sharp i had to like maybe take like a week here for a week there a week there in order to keep all of them going like that yeah but i feel like that that made you super powerful for you like most artists don't know how to reach out to a magazine you know what i'm saying most artists don't even understand the importance of being able to have your ass cap and all these things set up, you know what I'm saying? Most and, artists say fuck that shit. And you want to know, and you right, and and it's it's crazy because I've been to a lot of events and shows, and I'd be like, y'all know, y'all y'all want to uh, collect y'all royalties and get, you know get paid quarterly and stuff like that. I can help y'all collect three like six different counts of royalties and shit. And they'd be like looking at me like a dinner headline. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck is he dude talking, talking about? about? Yeah. Fuck is he talking about? Bro, we want to rap, bro. Get the fuck out the way. I'd be like, damn, y'all don't, y'all really don't want to. I'm getting, I get paid every motherfucking month. They don't care, bro. <laughs> don't, you know, you know what's crazy? I think it's more, I think it's cooler to look like a rapper than to actually understand what it takes to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? For real. And I think that's what everybody go off of because when they see me, they be like, Rap, cause I I'll come dressed in suits. I come my performance. I'm coming to dress from the bow tie. Got like a three piece suit on. Uh-huh. Shoes look nice. All that like, and they look at me like you about to sing. I'm like, no, nah, I'm about to. Sing. <laughs> you about to sing? That's usually what I get. Like yeah. you a singer? No, nah, I ain't about to sing. Right. Like on stage, they're like, oh, damn, I can rap. I'm like yeah, cause I ain't trying to. I like I, I was always, I was always different than everybody else. I was always that one like, damn, all right, we hooping, but what the fuck he doing? He got his headphones on. Oh, yeah, we got his headphones on with a, 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 a notebook in his hand. I always wanted to do something different. So it's like, for me wanting to learn that, all my homies was like, yeah, we, but I'm like, bro, if we, even if we make it, bro, we probably going to get fucked out of a deal. <laughs> Who going to learn it? So You know, that first deal always be a fucked up Always deal. be a fucked up one. And you hear the story so many countless of times, so it's like I can't be one of those stories. You know, I won't allow myself to be one of those stories. So I, I, I had just lost my job. 
I was working for a wine company. And I'm like, bro, I really want to do this music, but I really want to make sure I do it the proper way when I release my music. So I got on the internet. They say, Jay-Z had a line say, Google's your friend, bro. So I'm like, let me go listen to Google. Let me go and Google and see what I can find on everything I need to know about the business side. And I went down the rabbit hole. It went from me already having an ASCAP. I had an ASCAP in 2012. That was like the first thing I got. I was working. I was working at a clothing store. And I remember I was in the bathroom of the clothing store filling up the ASCAP on my phone. I'm like, okay, looking for the manager. And that's when ASCAP was like, I think it's like $100 now. I only paid like maybe $50. ASCAP was cheap back then. Uh, I already had that set up. So I'm like, okay, this how they, they say this is how we get paid for being an artist. And from there, it went from learning how to do that to mechanicals. I'm like, okay, you know how to get paid mechanicals. Then it's like, okay, what about the other ones? Then it's a sync license. I'm like, okay, I do the sync license. And I learned how to do that one. Then it just went. Like real crazy with neighboring licenses and all that. All right, now a lot of rappers these days they say they have not got paid for their music. So with you explaining all these different avenues, like break down like how you get paid. Okay, so the reason they ain't getting paid because they basically they signing they they publishings and they masters and, and all their copyrights is going to the labels. So the labels is holding their bread because when you own a copyright to a song. That basically makes you the owner of the song. That right. means you can do whatever you want. You can charge how, how much ever you want. This is your property. They call it intellectual property. So with that, they'll hold that, and the money that they put to get from the streams, from mechanicals and stuff, the label get that. See, the artists only really get paid off the shows. That's why they do a lot of shows, and they charge like shows for shows and features. Or they get paid from their um, distribution, which is the distro kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But the label get it. So with that... With the distribution, with the distribution side, the artists get it, the features get it, and the composers and stuff get it. And it's another one on top of that called the neighbor, the neighbor rights. They collect for like your mechanical streams and stuff, but the labels get that off the sound recording because it's two different kind of uh, copyrights you can get. Like the way the way it's set up, it's so confusing if you don't start from like the beginning and go on down. You'll be like. You need this and that then. What is this? So it's like, what? It's two different kind of copyrights, okay? It's a performance art copyright and it's a um a sound recording. The performance art is, is for like the lyrics and it's for the um the music, the beat. So the, me being an artist and my homie being a producer, we own that. Some people are sign that off and let the labels own that. Right. That means... They really ain't gonna be. They'll get paid a little bit from the ass cap and stuff, but they ain't gonna. They were taking a lot of that. They signing they publishing and they signing that away too. They don't even know they signing that away too. The other side is the sound recording. That's what the labels own. That means that's the master version of the song. That's the recorded. We go in the studio and drop this track right now. The recorded song. That's the masters. That's what everybody fighting for now. Right. Masters. The label can do whatever they want to master. That mean the artists have to come to the label in order for the artists to use the song. That's how a lot of artists get messed out of their bread because they don't get their publishing or they don't own their masters. Which they, I feel like a lot of artists don't know. I was reading an article with Saba, and if I'm running off, just let me know. Nah, I'll, do your thing, bro. And he was saying like a lot of artists don't know, and I, I kind of figured out, figured out too that that song you released down the line. I got a song I released in 2015. 10 or 20 years from now, that song will be my biggest hit song. And you can still collect off the masses and the royalty from that song. Because if you if you get better as an artist and you get a hit song now, your fan base is going to go back to your first song and see where they started at. Facts. And it's only going to be a trickle effect from there. But a lot of artists have that away for 20, 30 years. And you know, rapper these days, life expectancy, short. They getting popped off. Especially the hood ones. Yeah. So... With that, it's like they ain't, when when they do pop, the, the label still own that. We still got y'all down for a, a whole 20 years from y'all masters, and you only been in this mug five years. You got to work the rest of this off. But we'll keep collecting y'all money for y'all on y'all masters. You can get the show money and go out there and do whatever. So it's all about the deals that they make. Like, 
with me, I collect all of that, like my mechanicals, everything. On if a label would want to do business with me, I would. I would want to. It would have to make sense with me, but they can't really get my masters. Nothing like that. We can probably like an partnership, or it had to make sense to me. Yeah, you know, nowadays it's the we live in the age of technology. You know what I'm saying? Where technology is like the new drug. Have you ever thought about like selling this information or creating like a little ebook or something? Um, that's actually what I'm going to do now. I'm, I'm well not going to do. I'm I'm processing it now. Like um, I'm coming up. I have a website, maymanentertain.com. It's my website, and I'm setting everything up online where you can go on there, and it'll have links and it'll explain what this world is gonna do. It'll have links to everything like that. So I'm setting that up. And I'm also making like video logs of everything so I can. I got a pimp that I wanted to start making a book on too, but I ain't want to do it at once. I just want to take my time with each one. I was going to drop the um, the website first. That way I can start getting people signed up and start getting people more well off the website. And then from there was going to be the videos and then from there was going to be the, the book. So I kind of already got a plan on how I want to do everything because you definitely in the right light. It's definitely there. Facts, because I'm not an artist, you know what I'm saying? I never want to be an artist, but I've never, I still never heard of half of the mechanical and all that. I've never heard any artist in an interview or nothing say anything about half these things. And I know if artists out there listening, like, they were like, damn, that's information that I would pay to learn, you know what I'm saying? Because most people, like you say, Google's your friend. Most people not even going to waste their time. Or... At the same time, the ones that do, they might not go down the right path for the information they find. You know what I'm saying? It might be bullshit information, or they might spend a whole year just trying to find it. You know what I'm saying? When you give it right to yeah. them, that's, that cut out the, the time uh, uh, wasted. Yeah, and that's 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 what I learned, though. Like like you said, like I learned that like being an artist and, and having homies that's artists and just going to networks and stuff. I'm like, bro, like... uh having conversations with people there, they'll say they, they don't know nothing about it and then you try to explain it to them, they'll be like, because <laughs> it gets, it'll get to a head scratch because it's so much. Yeah. It's so much like, an artist get paid on one side of the spectrum and then the label get paid on one side of the spectrum. And with that, you being an artist and a label, that means you getting paid on both sides of the spectrum. Because the only thing the label do is help push your stuff, publish your stuff and brand your stuff and, Help you get out there. It basically help you get the masses and stuff. Yeah. It's all the label is really for a name, a backing, um, and the money. So if you could do all that yourself and collect all that yourself, that means you getting all the all the proceeds. All you got to do is make yourself pop, and if you got some good music and you know how to make content, then it shouldn't be that hard to make yourself pop. Now you you spoke on being a producer. Every time somebody tell me they're a producer, I always think like, man. That probably got to be the hardest part of of being a musician is composing the beat, making the beat, because it got to sound right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you do mixing and mastering and all that, but I get in my car, bro, and I hear a song in my car, and that shit would be horrible, bro, to the point that I, like, yesterday. Look, yesterday, bro, a dude sent my girl a DM, like, check out my song. So she was like, oh. No, you why would I check out your song? I'm like, bro, check out the song. You might like the song, you know what I'm saying? And she played the song and it was a decent song, but I could tell that it wasn't mixed uh, with. And I'm like, man, all this bro need is a good mix on this song and that shit cold, you feel me? You'll be surprised. It's a lot of it's a lot of good songs out there that just need a good mix. Like it's a lot of songs that be like, man, that song sucked. But only reason it sucked because the mix bad. But if the mix was up there of quality, we'd be like, man, that shit sounds but being a producer, uh, yeah, because I mean, it's it's easy when you just making the beat and you vibing. The hard part would probably be like the most hard part was for like, like me being a producer was um, I would work with somebody and they'd be like, yeah, bro, they want to be like what the band. Like you got to give me more. To, you ain't got no reference song. Like you ain't got you don't want to sit down with me and listen to the beat, come up with the beat. You just and. You make the beat and like that ain't what I wanted, but like it is what you want to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I like more hands-on people when it comes to making beats for people. It's easy when you're making a beat for yourself or just vibing and making a beat and stuff like that. But when you're working with another person, an artist and stuff like that, and they don't give you no kind of 
no kind of information how they want it, how they want it to sound, and they ain't got to be no no thought. They just want people to come up with the whole idea. That'd be the frustrating part about it. A lot of people say Chicago is probably like the worst place to grow up. I mean, to blow up musically. Like, do you feel like the lack of Chicago having like a, a business structure set up over it is hurting Chicago? Um. Yes and no, because it's like there's like on the music side, the lack of business on the music side. Um, there there are like actually like people that do help on the business side and and stuff like that. And it, it definitely is harder in Chicago. I feel like, and you say the lack of business side, right? Like people don't know the business side. Yeah, like like you you got a lot of people out here throwing shows. Like let's say G Herbo got a show, you know what I'm saying? You pay to get ten minutes before G Herbo, mm-hmm. but when you get there, ain't nobody out there, so you just pay fifteen hundred for, for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like they got down on you type shit. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. See, most people will do it for like the exposure and stuff, but then it like I I used to go to I used to try to go to every show, and I had just made a post recently. And I say. You know what? I made myself too available because me trying to go to every show and everything, hit every show, it's just like, man, yeah, he gonna be there with the band. But then it's like me not knowing the business. I'm thinking me going to every show is a good thing. It's not like me not going to show every show. It's 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 a bad thing. It's just like some shows is like, what's 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 the benefit of going to this show? Like for some some shows you just go to, you like you, I just waste my time. I could have just. Went to did this, went to do that. So now I look at like the like, not like the benefit like on a bad side, but how could this help and how could I be of service when I get there? You know what I'm saying? It's fine not not get there, but how how can it make sense to me? Right. Being there, cause a lot of the like right now, like at the age I'm at or like the time, like it it is a lot of business in it. I I know this like with the music. It's a lot of business, and if you don't know your business, you can get screwed, or you don't know the business, they ain't want to mess with you. But if you know too much business, they probably don't want to mess with you because they can't screw you. Facts. So I just, it's, it'd be hard for me to maneuver sometimes. Just offer because I don't really want to talk too much, let people know I know too much, because then they be like, oh, no, we can't do something like that, or they might try to use me. So it's just, oh, no, it's just weird, like on the business side. A lot of artists don't know the business side, and that's probably why they not you know, progressing. All right. For those not familiar with your music, like get them one song to go check out and give us a why they checking this song out. Uh, only one. Oh man. Uh, the love me now song. My, uh, my single love me now. It's a single that I just released off my project, the manuscript. I got a video out for right now. It says like 20 K. Um, the song is basically touching up on, how like at the present moment, people don't show you no love right now. They wait till you die to rather say they messing with you or they rocking with you. When it's like, bro, you could have just told me that you, you fuck with my meals ago, you was fucking with me and rocking with me. Like you say you was, then why you waiting till I'm dying to tell everybody else rocking with me or I just spoke to the man. And so it's like a lot of I made that song that said like if you don't messing with me right now, don't don't wait till I die to say you mess with me because it's it's just fake at that point, you know. Love me now, you know. That's 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 the song that's like like real touching because I, I'm asking questions in it. Like, okay, who you riding for? You say you out here in the streets. Something happened to you or happened to your boy. Who you sliding for? Somebody gonna slide for you? So it's just like that's how that's that was the whole mindset of the songs. My song invokes thoughts. I want people to think. Would you say you make? Would you say you make music for yourself or for people to enjoy? It's funny because I asked myself that this morning, and it's crazy that you asked me that question. Um, I would say I make it for myself, but I, it started out for me, like making it for myself for the situation I'm going through. But I always know, like when I was younger, music used to help me through situations. So it ultimately ended up being for others. So others can learn from it and, and benefit and gain off of it too. Yeah. A lot of, like, I asked you that question because I connect with a lot of music that touched me in a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure that artists didn't go in the booth to make it, to touch me. They made it 
like it's a therapy session for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the real shit connect with people, and that's to me that's the best way to like grow as a musician to just make real honest music. It's organic. Yeah, and you gonna find people that connect with your shit, and they gonna spread your shit for you. Yeah, I'm and 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 you like you. That's that's a hundred percent true because like with me like I I make I make music that I was feeling at the time or like I don't I don't like making gimmick music like oh I'm about to make this song get drunk I I, I had to feel like oh yeah I'm about to I want to make a theme song for when I go to the club like on some type like that because I hear it, it's it's weird this probably off subject but it's weird but I hear music as in like theme songs. So it's like I'm making theme songs to my own life and everybody else's life. That's how I hear music when I make music. It got to be a theme song. If I'm going to a club. I'm like, I know I'm gonna ride to a club to this song. So, what? It, it, I, I did got flooded, didn't I? What, nah, because okay. you, but you still explaining it in a real way. Yeah, because that's, I remember, uh, I remember Nipsey like when he was talking about going in and making Victory Lap. He said, I want to make a theme song for my um, condo overlooking um, the Staples Center. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you get, you definitely got to make theme songs for your active life. You know what I'm saying? How you feeling in that moment. You have to make theme right. songs for it. And it shit just take off how it take off. You know what I'm saying? But with the organicness, like it's, it's with just making music, how I'm feeling in like for therapy for me, it's... It, it is. It, it let the people know where you was at at that time, your vulnerabilities, what you were thinking about. It let, it give a person a bigger insight on who you are as a person. And if a, if it connect with a person, like a, yeah, I have like love me now connects with people. Like and people have told me like bro, that song touched me in a way. I'm like like I, it, it it be weird to me sometimes. It's like like dang, I ain't never think my songs can like actually touch a person like that. And then they organically do. I get like a, a a tag now when people share my song. Like, bro, this song's still hot. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I met you like a week to ago. What are those moments like when when people say, "Man, this music touched me," or somebody tell you they a fan of you? I I, I be it be surreal because it's like I don't know how to how to like I be like thank you, but I don't I don't know how to like not accept it, but it it just be weird because it's like. I, I want to say weird. It just I never I never imagined on my music like like doing that. People like bro, it made it, my your music made me feel a certain way. Like that was like I want to say it was a goal, but it like to see it happening. It's just like bro, you really uh, like you really can touch people with your songs. Like Thanks. and uh, to be able to do that to know it only made me want to make more music for the better. Cause if if an artist know that they can touch people and they deliberately make music that's destructive, then they, they're kind of a fucked up person, honestly. So why, if I know I make music that can touch people, why not try to make music that's going to help people? That's how i always seen it. I don't think a lot of artists even go into anything thinking like that. Because I, I can't remember what Lupe's song it was, but Lupe said that same shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would I say some shit knowing that this may send a person down the wrong path to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm a musician. My music hopefully going to touch millions of people. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully I touch them in a positive life. Yeah. And nowadays we got the internet, bro. The internet, such a wild ass place. Most rappers go towards the negative shit. You know what I'm saying? They want to speak on that negative shit because they feel like that's mm -hmm. like fuel to their fire that's going to get them where they need to go. Well, these days... It seemed like the bullshit get more more views and more watches than all the, all the positive stuff. Like, when you like a... Now, I'm pretty sure I have the ability to go back there and make a drill song or kill song or just a dead op and everything like that. And if I did, that motherfucker probably would do numbers. But it's like... the Why would I bring... it? Is, why would I want to bring that to me? Because with that, it, it, it come with shit. It's it just not like you doing it and it's going to be okay. If you doing that kind of music, then you making a song how you the toughest nigga out here, you shooting the guns. It's going to be a nigga that feel like he the toughest nigga out here shooting the guns doing that. So he going to want to try you. Facts. I got to try this nigga. This nigga say, nah, I'm the baddest nigga out here. Now you into some stuff. So it's just like, 
it 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 wouldn't be no point of even doing no music like that or even or even saying nothing like that, especially when everybody doing it and saying the same thing. All the music is repetitive. I done heard so many songs of everybody fucking everybody bitch. Everybody doing this, everybody doing that, but who telling you, okay, that's the street life. That's all the good stuff. They telling you everything that comes to you. Let me tell you some of the bad stuff. Let me tell you how to move in the street. Let me tell you how to do this in the street. Let me tell you how to do that. Like my music, I cover I cover the other side of it. Like I sold drugs and all that other stuff and I ain't really no I, I ain't not want to be no drug kingpin. I only did that because of certain situations. So it was like if I do it, I always had a goal to it. I'm gonna do this. I need this for that though, so I'm just gonna get that. Then after I get that, I'm gonna move out the way. And shit, all my homies knew that they were they ain't, they ain't never try to keep me in that. They was just like, okay, he 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 fucked up right now. Let me look out for him. And that was love. So a lot of people do it, but they want to make a goal and a career out of it. And I noticed that, like, why you want to be a kingpin? Like, you know how the movies end? Don't fuck the all they, the same. They it's don't rare. end. They don't. Who you know made it out? It's rare that unless they snitched. Stay on top of or move like away, that. or even be able to step away peacefully. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like, and I, I, I caught on to that. I'm like, nah, that ain't. I don't want to be no kingpin. Nah, I work that motherfucker dog and, and use that as leverage. You know what I'm saying? Or use that to a stepping stone. Is the, the game these days? They they walking right into it and not even can that they walking right into it. Then they don't even know half of the stuff into it. They getting tricked off by a nigga that got tricked off by another nigga. Facts. <laughs> Tripping. It's tripping. So it's just like, who gonna tell who gonna tell them something different? So me being in it and knowing it's like, let me let me tell them this side of the game too. Like y'all know that side of the game, but it's stuff over here or you can do something different. You ain't even gotta do this. But so I got a, a like my project the manuscript that I, I just I talk about that. I talk about like the streets and I talk about how if you wanna do it, this is how I did it. I moved this way. I had a cold. If you want to get some bread, you got to stack your bread. You got to have a cold. Got to move by discipline. You know what I'm saying? But then, if you're doing that, then watch out for people who might be with you that might hit on you. Because it, it's, it's always a pun. Dolph just got killed by one of his homies. Yeah, I was so just it's, it's, about it's, that. it's like, it's weird. In that game, you always getting snaked by your homies. Your homies will take you out faster than your opera take you out. Like, what the? Like, it's like a lose-lose in that game. And, and a lot of people going right towards the lose-lose. Facts. All right, now, earlier you spoke on having a website. Now, you obviously a lot more than just an artist, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you still have a website, you know. A lot of artists, like, because I do marketing, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of artists, when they come to me or they ask me for advice, I say the first thing you need is a website, bro. You shouldn't be dropping no music unless you have a website. Because you're going to push... All the people, all the traffic to YouTube. You might not even have a YouTube Two channel. channel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you pushing them to somebody else's channel. You know what I'm saying? When you drop your music, you using the link from DistroKid. So you pushing them to DistroKid. Distro you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, start a website and start an email list at least. You know what I'm saying? Start connecting with the people that's really trying to connect with, with you, you and build with those people. I think a lot of people be trying to go zero to a hundred quick. And it don't it, it rarely works like that, you know what I'm saying? Um that way, um that zero to hundred quick, that's a that's that's a slippery slope because it is it really organic? Fact. Like are they really fucking with you because of your music or cause or are they fucking with you because of the shit that come with you? Cause I know artists that are, are that was I mean, fans that was only rocking with artists when they did something stupid, like this six nine dude. Yeah. A lot of people were just fucking him because he was just Wow, what he gonna do today? And they wasn't even fucking with the music. The music was horrible though. Like he had, I give him one or two, two or three songs. If but that. nah, I, it was a couple songs. I'm like, you know what? He might can do something if he buckled down. But it's like all other shit. Like what the fuck this dude talking about? Um, let me see my, my thoughts. You're talking about the fan base, yeah. So with that. I realized gaining it organically is um is better because you actually get to know who rocking with you and then you get to see it firsthand and then you get to see how you inspiring people. 
it it is better than just be banned. Cause I be seeing people ban ban fan base, ban followers, the Spotify's. Everybody got a hundred Ks and forty K. I'm like, how the fuck everybody? <laughs> God, bro, I got my shit together, and I want nowhere near hundred forty K. I'm like, bro, just imagine me getting a hundred and something forty K. And a pipeline open for me to just get paid. A lot of these artists that paying for it, that's still, that's still, I guess they still gonna get paid from the streams, but they only gonna get the distribution. A lot of them fake streams get weeded out when it's time to get that bread. For real? Yeah. I thought they keep those. Nah, a lot of the fake screens, like when when Spotify look at your numbers, they can tell if they fake or not. So when they come time to get paid, they ain't going to pay you. They may pay some, but they can definitely say, oh, no, this came from a screaming farm in India. Bro. It, listen, it was a lot of artists that had maybe a hundred. I ain't I ain't never seen that a day in my life. Everybody posting it like, I got a 1.4K views. You know, Photoshop a motherfucker, too. I'm sitting here like, <laughs> damn, bro, how the fuck? I'm looking at my shit like, am I doing something wrong? What the fuck? I know I ain't. But I think I don't want to say they pay for because some of them might be organic. Like some people might be working. You know what? What's crazy about this shit, and we keep bringing up the word organic. To me, you don't have a, a fan base or a following if you can't get ten people to come out and watch you perform. Man, that's hard. Because if you if you doing a hundred k streams, you feel you me, and you look at your streams and they coming from Chicago, you should be able to get ten people from Chicago I'll to go. show up to your show. Man, in you Chicago. get hundred k. You got to you getting 30, 40 people from Chicago. You feel coming me? Out to come but a lot of artists can't. They can't get anybody to come watch them perform. Man, that is so hard. Like I don't know what it is about the. People coming out to perform, I don't know if it's they got something better to do. They don't feel they don't believe in the artist or they don't see these days. What took what took the fun out of going out was all the shooting and killings. You'll go to a club and event, hey, shoot out here, shoot out there because but now I've been a lot of events and stuff and it don't be none of that sort no more. It'd be love. It'd be all love. And I'd be like, bro, y'all should come out. And chicks in the building and everything. And everything. So it, it just be all kind of love. And if you definitely write on that, because a lot of them people that do got them numbers, man, they don't be bringing people out. Facts. Um, you know, so it's it's just weird. Like, you you, you hit it on the head with that. And then, I, I like, you say you do marketing, so you know about conversions and getting, like, looks, and then you know about the, the um, who gonna comment and stuff like that? A lot of people don't. The comments don't even be matching sometimes. Man, like you say, you buy a fan base. You go on their IG. They got a hundred thousand followers, a and they got a hundred likes. <laughs> like it, Back. it's no way that these numbers can add, add up, up, bro. No way. I'm, I'm, I said like this. If I go, if I go on a person page, and they probably got like a hundred or something k, and I go on their pictures. And they doing two thousand, three thousand points. Like, okay, it got to be something. I understand else. that exactly. So then you go to another page. You like ten, twenty, fifteen. Come on, bro. <laughs> nigga got, nigga Come got on, fifty thousand followers. Twelve likes. Twelve likes. Like, bro, where, where your fans at? You know what I'm <laughs> For real. So when when you like a lot of I, I tell artists all the time like marketing is everything. You know what I'm saying? Even a small, but if you got a hundred dollars a month to put on your music, you know what I'm saying? You, you drop a video, you spend 50 on Facebook and Instagram. You feel me? Then you spend the other 50 on YouTube. That's decent right there. You know what I'm saying? At, at some point, like I, like anytime I'm on YouTube and I see a, um, an ad, that's a video come across my, and I rock with it, bro. I'm going to go to your page. I'm going to like the video. And then I'm going to comment that the ad worked and it brought me here. You feel me? Just to let oh, people dope. know. And that see, it people worked. people don't even do that, though. Like, like that's dope that you do do that. Like, and let people know what brought them there. Because then it, it motivates the person to like, dang, okay, it is working. Like, just to know I that it's working. I should start putting where I'm located, too. Yeah, because I mean, just because you showing love. Like, in, man... It's hard. You, you, I know. I used to comment. I used to send my song to my people. Simply like, yeah, like, comment, and share. <laughs> and they like that. 
I'm like, damn, I, <laughs> I told you, like, comment, and share the video. <laughs> those those little things help. You know what I'm saying? It I does. know how much a like, a share, and a comment can do on any platform. You know what, what I'm they saying? They call it the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I like to let artists know when something worked on me. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it's an ad that I went. I ain't know you from a can of paint. You know what I'm saying? But because you paid for this ad and I really like the song, you feel me? I ain't doing that on everything that come across my shit. It got to get my attention. I'm going to let you know like that shit work, bro. That's dope. Because a lot of people, they they think marketing, I don't know what the fuck they think marketing is. Man, you know what? (laughs) I couldn't even tell you either what they think marketing is. Because before I, man, I, 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 I realized that marketing was so big when I was dropping meals. And I was like, Get no bills. Man, how how do I get this shit out there to people? <laughs> That's why I'm like, man, you know, you gotta learn some, you gotta know a little bit of marketing. You gotta yeah. you gotta put some money behind that. And marketing ain't always paid, you know what I'm saying? Some of us just coming up with a, a catchy way to put a it in front bit. of people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's all about like a lot of people rush it. You know what I'm saying? What I've learned is sometimes you gotta sit with that idea, you know what I'm saying, and nurture that idea. Oh man, listen. I, I was just telling my my um my homie this he 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 working on some music and he got some nice songs. I say, bro, we gonna have it. We, it's gonna be like a baby. It's gonna take. He like it might not take nine months, but we gonna treat it like a baby. You gotta you gotta put that mug in the incubator, feed it, let it get some life, and then we are gonna put some stuff behind it and let. Cause you definitely right on that. If you just like these days though, for some reason everybody feels like just pushing everything out is the thing. They want to oversaturate it, and that's cool. You know, I think Future started doing that, right? Future was the one that's, him and Gucci was the ones oversaturating what they knew. Yeah, just keep dropping, just keep dropping, dropping, dropping. It. Like, and they started that that trend. But these days, everybody think that's a trend. But when you are like a newer artist, and a, you can't really do all that. I mean, you can, but if you ain't got nobody listening to it, then. Why you keep Why doing, you doing it? it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you wasting your time in a way. Cause I I had um my homie Don P. You ever heard of Don P? I Don think I heard of him. My boy pushed a song, bro, for probably two years, bro. One song just pushed it. And first he dropped a song. Once it got a hundred K, I think on SoundCloud, he dropped the video. You know what I'm saying? But it took him a year to get that hundred K. You know what I'm saying? A lot of artists don't have that foresight to just push a song or just push a project. You know what I'm saying? That can get you far, bro, because it's a lot of people that haven't heard that song or that project before you move on to the next one. And, and listen, you're absolutely right because, like, right, I, I had to learn that. I learned that probably I'm in my third project right now, and I learned that at my third project. I'm like, damn, you know what? I know that like after I dropped my second project, and I was like, I was getting discouraged. I'm like, damn, ain't nobody listening. I used to, t- people used to tell me, like, you know, focus it on that one song. I was like, nah, I'm going to move to the next song. And with me just releasing this project, um, somebody, a school teacher, a school student commented on one of my old projects I dropped in 2015. And I say, damn. I'm like, what if I would have just pushed this one song that the, a school teacher doing right now, she's teaching her a class, a curriculum, and a, a song that I have from 2015. That's like, crazy. And it, it was inspired to me because it's like, what if I would have just pushed this song instead of dropping that album? I could have been holding on to that. Uh-huh. Or dropping a project I just didn't. Could have, but it, I ain't like like mad at it. it. It was just like, bro, next time, push. That's why, like with this song, I got a nice song that's doing good now. I'm just going to I'm gonna push. I'm going to keep pushing that song because, like you said, these people ain't even heard that. And then on top of that, I can always go back to my old music and push because it's still people that never, never heard that. Man, I'm going to give you this one, bro. It's 12 months in a year. You know what I'm saying? I would say break it down in the quarters like they do in real life. Three, 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 three. You know what I'm saying? Each each three months, just pick three states to market your shit to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And then the next three months, pick another three. You know what I'm saying? Then with, with Facebook and you got your website, you know about the Facebook pixel. 
mm-hmm. the pixel gonna gonna capture those ones that's really fucking with you. Cause it's gonna yeah. let you know who going to well. Yeah. So every time you drop music, you just create um what they call it, man, the, the retargeting ad. You know what I'm saying? You see, you know the marketing, man. I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just da- diving into the marketing. Like after I learned all that, and I noticed this, I was like, okay, now it's time for me to learn how to effectively market. Cause now I got the the other side down, packed the whole how to collect and how to do that, how to brand. Yeah. So now it's just time to push myself out there. Yeah, that marketing is, to me, marketing is where you begin to grow. You know what I'm saying? And like I say, we we live in Chicago, but the world's so much bigger than Chicago. Facts. So if, if you can grab 10 people in, in New York, you know, five people in, in uh, Florida, you know what I'm saying? That's powerful. That's powerful. Regardless of... If it's only fifteen that, people right there, bro, that's that's listen. fifteen people that might that might pass your music on for you. And yeah, and it's true. But and you're right because, like you said, I own, I have, I check my analytics for my for my um distro, distributions and stuff like that, right? And it shows you where you get placed at. So the power, like you said, if you even ten, I had, I have some states I have like one one view. Like one listener a month, mm-hmm. but that one listener probably had like 10, 12 listens off of a song. Facts. So it's like, damn, if I only got one person listening 10, 12 song times, damn, 10 people are going to listen 10, 12 times. And so, like you said, that that definitely helps. The, the place where I think Distro Kid and all these places could get, get more powerful is if they can somehow give you that person name that listened to your song. You feel Yeah, me? yeah. That, name, an email, or something. Give you a way to connect with your actual listeners. Then if Distro Kid can figure that out, bro, there'll be a billion-dollar platform because I can create, I can reach out to that to person, person and let them know so, I fuck with yeah, them. You know and, what I'm saying? And then it, it means so much to that person. You feel me? Because I had another surreal moment like with the school teacher. I reached out to them. Use my music. I'm, I'm, I'm feel. I'm honored that Facts. you would. She said, "I'm honored that you emailed me." Man, I say, huh? <laughs> a, a lot of people, a lot of people won't see the value in something like that, bro. A, a lot of people just put it on their IG, glow and brag about it, be like, "Man, they teaching a class on my song type shit." But you reaching out to that teacher, bro, like you just said, that probably made her day. She probably really it's, fuck with you. The, fuck the, with the, you, the message that I got. And she do because, listen, the message that I got, she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're emailing me. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you teaching a class on me. Fuck like, you talking about? Of course I'm going to email you. She, work, dig it, though. She said she used my, that's that one song. She used it for her curriculum two years in a row. So and not with just one year. Like, it was something that she was doing. Like, she made it part of her classroom curriculum where you, Compare my dream, my, my song "American Dream" to the American Dream today, or to an article about the American Dream. How does that correlate with the song that I made? And it was just, I was like at an awful. It was like, man, I, me making that song in 2015, I wouldn't have thought no school teacher would be trying to, well, not even trying, would be teaching her kids a curriculum yeah. based off of my lyrics. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's bro. big, and that just motivated me to like, bro, you. I don't think you should be stopping no time soon. Because you never know which song is the song. You know what I'm saying? And that go back to when I asked you, like, do you make music for yourself or for your listener? I'm pretty sure you made that song from an experience that you went through. And I you felt that shit. You put I that was shit out sleeping there. On, I, was, I was at a, I was, a lot of my songs come from when I'm in my feelings. When I'm feeling some type of way. If I'm happy, sad, or that's when I get a lot of good songs. I was at my grandma's house sleeping on her couch. <laughs> and I was thinking like, damn, American Dream ain't shit. Because <laughs> how the fuck am I sleeping on my grandma's couch and I'm supposed to be here, I'm supposed to be doing this. What's my American Dream? You know, American Dream, it's a, it's a, it's an illusion. And it was just like, I had a beat that I was making and it's called American Dream and I was just like, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of, it started with that to the concept of, you know, what's the American dream of yourself? How you know how do people vision the American dream? Everybody wants to define the things, nice cars and diamond rings, but it's you know, it's painted that you can have all this shit, but 
it's like a price or like it's an illusion. Like Louis Vuitton, we're supposed to be having Louis Vuitton. Not the black people. You know what, what, what <laughs> what's crazy about what you just said? Is this how people view the American dream? dream you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you made that song from your perspective and what you were going through in life. You got a teacher teaching a class on that. You know what I'm saying? Let's say five years from now, you go platinum off that song, American Dream. Now you living the American Dream based off the perspective that you saw it from. Now, you ain't got to go out there and buy the Gucci and the Prada and shit. You know what I'm saying? But just having this conversation with you, I know you're just not going to go out there and do some wild ass shit. A motherfucker gave you a million dollars. You're going to strategically use this million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So now, <laughs> and since you redefining the American dream, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy how life sometimes aligns itself, bro. You want to know something? You, it's, it's, it's big because the word, the, the dream part of American dream is such a big it's such a big thing in my brand now. Um, like, so it started with the American dream, right? And from the American dream, it was me saying, like, oh, this is just a dream. You know, it, it's it's your dream if you want to live it. It's your dream if, you know, you can get it. Because they say that the American dream is being free and, you know, all of that. But the American dream is really the dream that you want to live. Facts. It's your dream. And that's what I was trying to get across with the song. So it ended up being becoming my 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 brand and my 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 label, Made Man Entertainment, became an acronym, and it 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 it, it became manifest all dreams effectively, millions accumulate naturally. You know, in order to become a made man, you got to manifest your dreams effectively, and then the millions gonna come naturally. Facts. So, like that word dream, it, it just be playing like. It's a huge. It's, I've, I've been hearing a lot, the, the whole dream and American dream and stuff like that. Is is it's just weird to me, but it's like you said, it's all aligned. It come in line, and that's what I be looking at. All of it lining up. How life is, bro. Life be a motherfucker. Oh, it's a like trip. You say you was these. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, to me, our, our greatest lessons come from when we at our lowest, you know what I'm saying, or or when we pushing for some shit, you know what I'm saying, and everything bad that can happen start fucking happening. But you push through that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you can get through those cloudy days, those rainy days, then it's some it's some special shit for you at the end of that, that, okay. that fucked up shit. Yeah. And a lot of people... Living in the world that we live in, a lot of people crumble from that pe- pressure. Or they pressure. ask, or they ask like, "Why is this happening to me?" You know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to, you know, see life for what it is, like everybody got some fucked up shit happening to them. You know what I'm saying? You just can't crumble from that shit. No, you know, and and like music and the music, like me making music and people, like I try to. I try to have a solution to the, like, when I make a song, if it's a problem in a song, I try to have a solution. I try to have a, a light in the mood to let people do know, like, hey, like you just said, it's, it's, if you get through this shit, it's going to be some, it's going to be some better days. Facts. Because it's like people going out through depression and they, like you said, they ain't making it. A lot of people are not making it. Depression winning. So, like, the music I make, I would be wanting to bring hope and inspire. You know what I'm saying? Just to give some hope. Like, I got a song called M.I.A. And I wrote it when I was going through depression. And it's just like, like, no matter what, sometimes, like, do all the voices, sometimes I just want to go, M.I. I don't even want to be, I, I want to be M.I.A. So nobody know where I'm at. I'm just not existing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it was just a whole, but if you hear it, you'll be like, man, this, this song about me some, it, it it took me to a place, but it brought me some. It brought me some sense of it's gonna be okay at the end. That's why artists are important to well. That's why music is literally the biggest culture in the world. Yeah, because it can it can touch. It don't matter what race you is, what nationality you is, what it can touch you. Y'all painting pictures, bro. Literally, you. an artist painting on a canvas, bro. Let me ask you this: like, if you can give your younger self any advice, like, what would it be? Um. Stay consistent. Stay consistent, and just be true to yourself. You know, don't 
don't let nobody tell you who you are. You know, you know who you are at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? And stay consistent with what you want to do and the goals that you set for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because a, a lot of the stuff if I would have been consistent with, yeah, I probably would have already been. So, but I, you know, I feel like with that you had to learn. Facts. So, and if you don't learn, then you know what they say you're going to do to repeat it. Mm-hmm. So, I just try to learn from everything. Yeah. I stopped questioning life, you feel me, as far as, like, why is this happening? Too, I, I, I always too. try to find the why in it. Because you know what's crazy about me, bro? Like, whenever something bad happened, I learned that it's two more things following that. Literally, Facts. bro. <laughs> to me, like, personally. <laughs> Whenever something bad has ever happened to me, it's two more things coming behind that. And when I figured that out in my life, I was like, shit. At this point, I'm just bracing for the impact. You know what I'm saying? And however it come out, I learned to deal with it. Like, my girl, she be like, bro, like, I don't know what's going on with you. And I'm like, it ain't that you ain't supposed to know what's going on with you, with me. You know what I'm saying? I just ain't supposed to show it, you know what I'm saying? Man. Like this, this my this this my struggle, you know what I'm saying? It ain't man. your struggle. I ain't here to I'm, put my struggles on you. I'm married, I'm married, and my wife it drive her crazy like that when stuff goes on. How I keep a level head because it's like, bro, you ain't supposed to see that, <laughs> and it's not like you ain't supposed to see it. But if you freaking out and you going crazy and I'm freaking out and I'm going crazy, then who kind of figured a solution out? Who trying to? Who is being a strong one? Facts. So it's just like I take the weight, so you don't got to. In a way, so it's, it's I definitely understand what you mean by that. Like it's like we gotta we gotta have that hard shell because we know something gonna happen over it. Like we it's like we can learn from it and feel what we feel, but we just tend to don't want to do it on our own and how we know how to do it. Yeah, I figure that shit out. If you win, lose, or draw. <laughs> I can't remember uh, who said this shit, but they said, uh, Drake said this shit. He was like, um, damn, I can't even think of the line. But he said some shit like, um, I ain't never had to do this because I never let it come to that type shit. I can't remember the line. I wish I could, bro. But he killed that shit because it's like, bro, like, we know, we know we going through some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? And we could crash and crumble, bro. But you just can't allow yourself. You can't Man, allow yourself to. It's, you can crash the combo. You can take another route. And then there's the other route. You don't be right. You don't, I don't want to do that. It, it, it usually be some off the wall shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it just be like. You got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. You got to buckle punches. down. There. You got to roll with them punches, bro. Now, before we get out of here, tell the people how they can get in tune with you, stay in tune with you, find everything you got going on. Um, You can basically follow me everywhere at Young Shot Nation. Y-U-N-G-C-H-I-N-A-T-I-O-N. It's all one word. People tend to put an O in my name. Like, for whatever reason, they always put Y-O-U-N. I'm like, no O. <laughs> I got to I be having to repeat that over and over. No O, no O. That's Y-U-N-G. Young Shot Nation. Um, you can follow my my, my website, uh, maymanentertain.com. Not entertainment, maymanentertain.com. Um, and base, basically where you can find me, and I don't make it too hard to people for people to find me. All right, man. Let me let me tell you, I appreciate you for sliding, coming through, you feel me? Because every now and again, every now and again I get sent off, you feel me? And I don't appreciate getting sent off. So I appreciate I you for sliding through, you know what I'm saying? That. Uh man, this conversation to me was so open and honest, you know. I don't feel like I really asked you a lot of questions. I feel like I only asked you like three, four questions, and the rest was just conversation. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you for, one, being able to hold a conversation and then being able to articulate yourself and breaking down, like, the different ways to get paid. Cause man, there's so many of them, man. That was only half of them. I can't give all the game. Man, but, <laughs> but once again, I appreciate that because I created this platform for people to be able to learn from, you know what I'm saying, the people I bring. And once again, for me to learn from the people I bring up here, you know what I'm saying? And you definitely opened up and was honest with me, bro. I feel like a lot of people, like me personally, like, there's artists that I've never listened to their music, but I seen them on the Breakfast Club, and the interview was so good it made me go listen they to their music. Too. You know me what too. I'm saying? So I feel like any artist that can come sit down and give an honest, open interview, 
gonna gain fans from it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, cause shout again, out to you. I appreciate that because like again, it's back to being genuine and being like your true self. Cause being like like don't like ain't don't you ain't gotta put no facade on. Like just be who you are. People who gonna like you gonna like you. Why try to why why fake for somebody who ain't gonna like you? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like I was watching something. And he's oh oh I was watching Gary V, and he was he was he was like um you know high school over what, like <laughs> fuck you putting on a show for who you high school over what fuck what everybody else saying think yeah you know what I'm saying so that's how I felt about it too I ain't people treat like the music like music game and stuff like high school is like the popularity and stuff but fuck all that shit like I ain't I ain't never played that shit in high school I ain't gonna play it now just, I just be myself if people who fuck with me and understand who me for who I am. They're going to rock with me, and I'm going to rock with them right back. Big facts. So I appreciate you, bro, for coming through. Oh, I appreciate you, man, for inviting me. You know what I'm saying? So it's, uh, I ain't never really did no podcast or or sit down and just talk like this face-to-face with nobody. This is my first time doing it. I I honestly feel like like when when I have a good interview, it's two things I can gauge off of. It's how long the interview lasted. You, I, we had an hour a little bit under an hour, maybe because I started rolling early. So we around an hour, you know what I'm saying? If you go on my YouTube channel, I don't got many interviews. That's an <laughs> hour, you know what I'm saying? I try to keep them under 30 minutes. Okay. But anytime the conversation flowing, you know what I'm saying? We picking each other brains. We throwing information out there, then I just let it rock. You know what I'm saying? Right. So one, that's how I gauge a good interview. And two, it's just how open and honest somebody is, you know? Because a lot of people will come on, bro, and they'll get the capping. And I'd be like, I shot 20 niggas. Like, no, like, I'm the man on the block. I don't want to hear about you <laughs> shooting nobody, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear about you you going through your adversity and pulling through and it. Pulling you know through what I'm it. Saying? Yeah, like, tell a story. Facts. Tell a story. So I definitely understand what you mean. So I just, I'm just like me right now, I'm just trying to, I'm honestly, me being an artist, trying to help other artists and bring awareness, like with the music royalties and stuff. But it's me just being a, a dope artist is just a plus to me knowing the knowledge that I know. Yeah, man. Man, get that ebook, that website, that course. <laughs> it's coming. However you do it, bro. Get it out here. People going to pay for it, bro. People going to pay for it. Information is the new crack. Bro. I want to help them. I like, I've gen- like, it's crazy because I genuinely want to help because I didn't, I didn't roll with DJ Nate. And I done wrote with DJ man, that's my man. That's my brother. Like I still he talk don't to that get man. the credit hey, that he deserves. Man, every man, and I'm glad you said that because it seemed like the only people that were saying it, it was the, the me and my homies that that grew up with him when I or made music with him, like bro, man, you don't get the credit you deserve. Yeah, Dude, he a, legend, he, bro. a lot of the sounds that out is because of him. Man, listen, I heard I heard the first time I heard Uzi Bird, I thought that was Nate. <laughs> but why he sound like my homie? What's going on? But it's just so yeah, like and like from us, we we knew a little bit of the business side, but we ain't know a lot of the business side. And I was always the one like, bro, we need to learn some certain stuff. So I, I took the time to learn it because like I can go back and you know link with bro. We gotta do it this way now because he can. Renate still got it. Legend, bro. Legend. 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 Regardless what yeah, anybody man. say. So that's why I do it. I do it. I do it for so so other artists can can benefit. So once they do start, cause it be artists that blow up and it, imagine you got everything in order and you get that one song that hit a million, two million, three million, but the pipeline already open for you to get paid everything. Facts. And that's Six different accounts that you're getting paid from. Facts. Off of one song that did a million, two, three million, you'll be decent. You better start your. You better. You have a nice bag, bro. When you when you leave here, go watch the um the interview. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. DJ Academic. Damn, Freddie. Damn, what the fuck is bro? <laughs> this? This crazy. Uh, he got the one eye, bro. He from Jersey. I can't think of his name for some Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap, yeah. Go listen to the interview Fetty Wap did with uh, DJ Academics, bro. Trust me, just watch that shit. It's on Spotify. Just watch that I'm shit. Watching the smoke, man. You gonna <laughs> you gonna, gonna learn so much from that interview because I ain't never really heard Fetty Wap talk. You know what I'm saying? So 
the the information and the 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 trials and tribulations he went through in life and the mistakes he made coming up, you know what I'm saying? A lot of artists can learn from Fetty Wap. And you want to know something? I watch a lot of in, interviews and videos because that's a good way to learn. How, why not learn from somebody who's been through it? Facts. <laughs> An interview full of gems, bro. An uh, interview me. full of I love. I love watching interviews and stuff that be dropping gems. Like, it it, it was a, a lot of interviews on Illinois Radio. There was some gems. Yeah. I say, oh, this, oh, they dropping some jewels. They be doing their shit. What? Yeah. Oh, they dropping some. Let me put this down in my, my pad. So, yeah, I love watching interviews. Like bro, that. the nigga Fetty Wap said at one point he was making $150,000 every day, bro. Every day. He said he had $34 million in his account. So, just go watch that interview because a lot of artists don't understand, like like you say, bro, she, she teaching a class off that song, bro. Like, that song might one day take off and turn you to a, a millionaire, bro. It only take a couple songs, and you own everything, bro. Mm. And you know how to get paid in every way from your song, bro. So watch that interview, bro. You're going to learn hella shit from it, bro. Oh, most definitely. But once again, bro, I appreciate you for sliding through, bro. Hey, this has been another episode of Conversations with Jay.